What up? This is your boy Doughboy. And I am Shantae Wayans. And this is another episode of Minister Sobriety Podcast where we talk about our lifelong dedication remaining abstinence from the substance known as alcohol. And before we go any further, this is this is huge. I can't I can't make one step further <laughs> before I say. Yes. This episode is sponsored by MarcheNicole.com. Independent hey. black business uh, to give you all of your grooming needs. I use the beard oil a lot of the times. Um, all the stuff is organic. It's good for the, uh, the universe, the ecosystem. And you can find all things that you need for beauty at MarcheNicole.com. That's M-A-R-S-H-A-Y. Nicole. Dot com. She got it all, man. She just yes. she just uh, made a new shea butter. Shea butter. Uh, uh, Pronounced S H A Y. Okay, that's, that's I, spell it. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. It's a double entendre. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and she got new products out, so make sure you go check it out. Like he said, yeah, yeah. MarcheNicole.com. and also, also, we are bringing in a new one. Come on now. Uh, listen, these. Uh, can I just say something? Go, say what you need to say. I went to New York uh-huh. to take my best friend. To a, a reunion of a high school we went to. Okay. She had this size. Dro drink. Okay. Dro drink. Dro drink. Okay. She had this two hours before we supposed to go. Uh-huh. She said she ain't feeling anything. Okay. Long story short, I flew out there for nothing, and we didn't even make it to the event. Come on now. That's my type of party. <laughs> yes. He's a Joe Drinks. Joe Drinks. They definitely uh, help you sleep. Like, whenever I uh, whenever I will have one of these, um, they do have THC in them. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you're sensitive to that, if you're staying away from that. Um, but they are good, uh, completely natural, all the good stuff. And they help me get a real good night's sleep so if you know because that's one of my biggest things like you know when i used to drink back in the day i used to drink to go to sleep but i didn't like how it act off the alcohol but the dro drink perfectly safe and you don't see that uh other side of double yeah you know and you (laughs) you get to feel a little uh uh same yeah you know you go out pour it in your coffee cup you Uh know what i'm saying it's the same kind of effect absolutely so yeah so (laughs) shout out to both of our sponsors y'all see that we coming up in the game so we appreciate you and if you are out there if you are small business and you're trying to get some some type of uh, advertisement please hit us up in the inbox because we are always trying to work with small vendors yes. and uh, businesses different things like that yes yes okay so today is going to be a different episode um we're going to have to handle this one with a uh, caution and care because it's a very very uh sensitive topic um normally what we do on minister sobriety is we have a docket and we normally um you know normally you know tony would prepare our docket she's actually prepared um this docket and we would just kind of go over things and uh, hey what's going on here you know and we'll talk about things that are going on in the world how right. to stay sober pop, right. pop, 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 right. all that good stuff right <laughs> um but i think the the overall vision of us making this podcast was for us to learn how to live a sober life. So yes. something, um, I had a life change um, that happened in, in my life. And um, I just want to be able to talk about it openly because I think that people um, that suffer from addiction definitely deal with this. Yes. And it's a head on topic. At the same time, I'm always um, respectful to all parties. So, yes. Yeah, so let's get into it. Let's um, do it. I had to end my relationship um, with Tony. And before I even um, start even, you know, going into what happened, um, of course, I'm not going to get into the, you know, the specifics. And I just want to give a caveat before I even talk about it. Um, Really didn't have a ton to do with Tony. Like, you know, I'll talk about, you know, and I'll go into detail. But um, really, the, the, the the bigger thing was I started to understand the emotional intelligence of myself to understand 
I can't be in a relationship because it was this. It, it, it was making me feel like I was going to relapse. Yeah. And um, just, you know, sometimes I think, you know, because I've been to rehab two times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, usually they tell you when you get out, don't date, you know, don't date for like a year. Get you, Spend that time, you know, on your own. And um, I don't always listen to people, yeah. you know, when they tell me. So I think it was just a. They don't uh, know what's best for us. Yeah. yeah. You, who are you? Your doctor. Yeah. Shut up, you. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, 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 you know, you know, me and Tony, you know, we've had our, our things. But, you know, I never really took the time to. uh to just heal on my own. And I'm not saying heal from anything she did to me. Tony was fine as a girlfriend. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But um, I think if you don't address the stuff that is going on inside of you, it never goes yeah. anywhere. Like, whatever that is. So, um, and that's why I think, you know, my last couple of episodes have been off. Like, you know, every every episode I've been coming in like, yo, because I just, with relationships, relationships are... Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just, I don't know what it is, but it's just like, I always feel like I don't do them good. You yeah. know what I mean? So this one was tough, you know what I mean? Because I love Tony. I think I'm always going to love Tony. She's a woman that I'm thinking that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. But at the same time, sobriety is such a thing. It's so important. Like in, like nobody is exempt. You're one of my best friends. If you, if I felt this was challenging my sobriety, I have to be like, hey, Shantae, we, we got to, ch-. like, because I understand the severity yeah. of it. So, um, and you know, cause you know, we, we've talked offline about this, but, um, yeah, this is, this is it's what I've been dealing fun. with. It's been tough. It's, you know, really it's, tough. it's so crazy because like our, we already have the same like people pleaser in mm. a lot of ways. And we know that we are good people, but you know, we still struggle with like the past stuff and wanting to be, um, better on this run. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, it's, it's, it becomes about setting boundaries. I think people, you know, they tell you not to date when you get out mm-hmm. because you're still healing. You're still trying to figure out yourself. Right. And so now you can't go into those situations. Like if somebody is drinking and, you know, but it's the stress, it's right. the stress that builds up that makes you want to drink. And that's normally what we use the liquor for mm-hmm. to, um, you know, uh, make those emotions uh go away yeah so i i say this i mean i love tony too i yeah. think you guys are as great. do i um but i i'm so proud of you for stepping up and setting this boundary because it's something that hurts mm-hmm. but you are aware for yourself that you needed to break off for you. Yeah. And, and I and I knew in my mind, and I'll try my hardest not to get emotional this episode, but if I do, then whatever, it just happens. Because um, I've been pretty emotional, you know, these last couple of days. But that's fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just have to be, you know, transparent with, you know, who you are. But no, it's, um, I knew, it was, it was like this because I, I knew something was up because this is this is almost like the the dual thing of it, right? So, you know, complete, you know, honesty. So, not only am I a recovering alcoholic, right? So that's something that, you know, I deal with. I wear that, like, you know, it's cool. But, you know, I'm also bipolar. Right. You know what I'm saying? What what happens with, you know, when you're bipolar, sometimes if you have episodes, you, you start to view things differently. Like, well, wait, this doesn't make... And sometimes if you're, you know, having what they call an episode... You can start to make life-altering decisions like, oh, I need to move to Canada to pursue a guitar career. Like, what? Like, yeah. But it'll make perfect sense in your mind if that's what's happening. So, you know, 
it was some time that was passing and I just wanted to ensure like that wasn't happening. Like, am I just having, you know, a moment, but it was really when I, when I, when I fully understood, like, no, though, you got to heal. And then I had to take all of the responsibility off of Tony because Tony can't fix me. Like nobody can fix me. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's like until I take the time, to spend the time with myself to deal with whatever issues because I've been dating and trying to look for my future wife since I was 15. Right. But you know what I mean? It's like, okay, there's, there's somewhat of a disconnect and you know, and I, I kind of alluded this to you, you know, when we had talked the other day, um, I had just came to the, the realization that I just been discarded in my life a lot. Yeah. And that does something to people. Like I feel like if, if you get it from a young age, it starts to alter how you feel. You don't really start to build real value in yourself. So from a young age, I always kind of felt like a black sheep, like whether it was, I just always just felt like even the people who should have loved me didn't or, or or maybe they loved me differently. Which I was going to say, you know, depending on how their parents were and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and what your mom's relationship, because I know, you know, you used to just eat and stuff like that. That was like the deal. Mm -hmm. But when you said since I've been looking for my wife since I was 15, that's really saying I've been looking for that motherly love or some type of woman love, whatever that could be. Mm -hmm. So that's it's a huge reference, because, again, if you acknowledge it Mm -hmm. now, you know where it's coming from and now you can work towards those goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I say the release, because you also set a a boundary with me, Mm -hmm. but the release, this was so crazy before the podcast, my brother sends me this DM Mm -hmm. and in the DM and and this relates to me with being in a relationship in any type of relationship because I've been quick to let people go because of these reasons mm-hmm. and the guy in the in the thing is holding the cup and he's asking how much is how how many ounces does this water weigh mm-hmm. and so somebody tries to say like 8 12 all this stuff so he goes well the cup don't really matter it's how long you hold on to it so right now it can feel wow. like whatever, right? Oh, wow, that was deep. right. No, no, no. That's why I was like, "Yo, this is perfect." Oh, wow. I'm gonna send you the video too. Yo, he okay. goes, he, so he's like, "Right now it's nothing, but if I hold it for five minutes, it's gonna get a little heavier. And if mm. I hold it for a few days, it's gonna be to the point where it gets so unbearable." And then he goes, "Sometimes you just gotta put the cup down." And it's the craziest analogy, but this is what it is because we hold, when I used to stress, this is when I started letting people go, I would get a knot and it would grow. And the more I held it in and the more I didn't deal with the situation, I literally had a knot sticking out of my shoulder. Wow. The minute I let it go, it just started going back down. So you got to pay attention to your body, your cravings, your all those things. Wow. So you were having a physical... A reaction. A, a physical thing happened from stuff that was happening emotionally. Stress. Wow. My stomach gets bloated. Put the cup down. Because no matter how hard, because that's how I truly it's not feel. Heavy no more. That's and that's really deep. And like you know, because this is this is when it hit me. So like the like you know, and you know, everybody deals with you know, however they you know get over relationships, whatever. But but I think everybody when it first happens is just like ouch, like yeah, you know what I mean. So. I was literally sitting at my desk and it was the other night and I'm just, you know, I just, I miss her. Like I look over at the, you know, at the bed, she's not there. I'm just like, and like, that really is my best friend. Like yeah. I love that woman, but it's just like, if I'm not good for her right now, like yeah. I got to almost be like for her, like it's not even really for me. It's like, I, if, if I'm not complete, I'm not good to anybody. Right. So then at that yeah. moment, I just kind of 
I don't know if you've ever really, this is how I feel sometimes, right? Like with whatever I be having going on in my mind, emotionally, addiction wise, I always kind of feel like this, this looming cloud, like just kind of like of just darkness sometimes. And like sometimes I feel like that, like when I'm having manic up, it's just, it's just not like a dark cloud, like no, go jump, yeah, like, you know, yeah. but it's just, what is this? Right. Yeah. It's like, I never really want to look at it. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like the other day I just stopped and it was just like, fine. Like, all right, I, I lost the girl that I, you know, the woman that I really wanted to be with. You know what I'm saying? I don't have really dope relationships with my family. Like, I've fallen out with people that I thought would be lifelong friends. And, yeah. and I just had to just whatever the worst case, like, you know how they tell you in rehab, like, play the tape out? Like, yeah. whatever the worst feeling I could feel about the emotion, I just allowed myself to feel it. And it felt, it felt like somebody did this and twisted it. And yeah. I just... I just held it. I held it for a second. I kind of cried and then I released it. And then it was just like, okay, like you've looked at the face of this monster. Okay. Like yeah. now, because what I had to learn in that moment, I can't, like, I only have control over me. Yeah. I only, this world could be whatever. I only have control on how I react to the situations. And this is, this is the conquest that I'm on right now in my life. I'm finally saying, let me learn how to love me. Because I don't know how. Like, I've always needed a, a someone there. Like, and I, I even started looking at, like, the history of my relationships. Just like, like, I kind of thought, like, I was, like, one of those people. I used to, like, kind of disguise it. Like, mm -hmm. when I would get in a relationship, like, oh, I'm just the type of person. When I know, I know it. Yeah. And I had, like, a, a litany of relationships. I don't know if that was the right word. But I had a ton of relationships that... I would get into them really quick and they would just move really quick. I'm talking saying I love you in a week. Like yeah. that's madness. Yeah. But it's it's literally because I'm not in love with the person. I'm in love with the idea of being in love. Yeah. yeah. And that runs into a brick wall every time because it's built on the wrong factors that'll make it last. Like I can't just meet anybody like, yeah, you, I, 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 I love you. Do you love me? Like, right, right. And so now I'm finally taking that inward journey into myself just to be like man Here, here's what's dope about everything it's it's crazy because it's like what, what's your favorite fr fruit my favorite fruit yeah. cherries cherries all right so we say cherries so like mm -hmm. what if you found out you was allergic to terries right so and i'm only speaking that because it's good for you right mm -hmm. it's, it's a it's a cherry that's good for you um but you have to let it go because you're having a different reaction. Facts. This is on a, a, a positive note, but mm -hmm. anything you go through, most of the things you go through, mm -hmm. there's pain or there's sacrifice before you feel good. Toothache. You feel the pain. They fix it. You start feeling better. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, working out. Whatever, mm -hmm. whatever that it is. Hurts, it hurts. Then you get hurts, the uh -huh. And then you're like, oh, I feel amazing. And it's working towards the better of you. Mm -hmm. So there's time in that. And I say that because... You have to be able to open your door, mm -hmm. open your closet, clean it out so Ooh, that you can start. And you you dropping gems today. Bro, Come I'm on. Just, no, cause where, I'm, where is this Shante <laughs> bitch? It's real though. Walking me I'm through like, this. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of you because mm -hmm. you, the, the fact that you're still here and you have the opportunity to rebuild. And, you know, we talked about more stuff um, mm -hmm. behind closed doors. Right. But this elevation is like, see, like it. it You'll see right. the full circle. Mm -hmm. It just might not happen the next day. So you let go of something that was, you know, amazing at the time. Mm -hmm. And you let that door close and look what came back into your life. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and it's just, it's, that's the cycle. So whatever you feeling and whatever, you know, pain, just know that that's, that's something that is, is part of the cleansing. No, nah, absolutely. And I definitely appreciate, you know, you, you know, saying that. And then, you know, being a, a good friend, picking up the phone, you know, when I need to call you. And, you know, once again, you know, shout out to uh, Tony. You know, Tony still produces yeah. on this show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Tony and I would still collaborate. I just didn't want this to be a weird thing. Like, you know, because I kind of thought about it. I was like, well, maybe I just don't. But I'm like, nah, like, I love that woman. And I don't, you know, I don't, I don't. You know, if if I'm honest enough to to share my relationship with people, I gotta be honest enough to say, hey, yeah, it's ended. But you know what I'm saying? It's nothing but love to Tony Chantel. Yeah. Shout out to her. And um, what this really taught me overall, more than anything, was just the 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 okay. When it comes to addiction, right? Because mm-hmm. this is kind of where I'm trying to bring this full circle. So I did have the, oh, I definitely need to have a drink now moment, yeah. right? Like, you know, like as soon as she, I didn't see her anymore. I was just like, she's almost been like my safety. Like, you know what I mean? Cause right, Tony right. little, but Tony, Tony will run up if too. she think I'm yeah, trying to yeah, go drink yeah. or something. Right. So I was just, I was having that moment. And then it was in that moment that I understood that if we can think about our addiction in a different way, if we can start to understand there is something going on and go yeah. after the root issue because my addiction goes in other places. My addiction didn't even start at alcohol, started at food. It went to addiction when they a doctor had to, you know, cut my stomach to yeah. say, you can't eat no more. Then it moved to alcohol. Now that it's gone to alcohol, it could go somewhere else if you don't go inward and just find. It's like if you have a toothache. It's like, mm. okay, you got a toothache and then you go to a dentist. Like, Kind of like how you said yeah. with the dick, like yeah. they over here looking at this whole other two yeah. that ain't nothing I'm wrong like, with. I don't feel anything. This is the you, you yeah. see what I'm saying. Yeah. So now that's, that's why I'm real. just you know finally like I'm going to and I'm just gonna spend some. I'm not gonna put a a, a time limit on it, but I'm just gonna spend some quality. Doughboy if I time get an invitation alone. to a wedding next week, <laughs> <laughs> we nah, man, I'm, I'm good. But what what about you? So you, you see how difficult it's been for me to stay sober. How has your uh, past week been? I've been. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I uh, when I hit Vegas, I had a hard time. You was and in I, Vegas? Yeah. So my uncle Marlon. Yeah, Run yeah. this back. I didn't know you were in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So this past weekend, okay. uh, which was uh, what November thirteenth, okay. I went and went to Vegas. So my uncle Marlon kind of surprised us. But shout out to for, Marlon, yeah, friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he was um, uh, performing uh-huh. in Vegas, and what he did was he invited me and like some of the second generation nice. to all come, and we haven't hung out like that since probably my grandma's funeral and that wasn't really hanging out on good terms okay so it was beautiful to be able to see everybody and hang out and stuff but he rented like a bus right he Mm. went to the bus because we was gonna go to a party after and the hardest thing for me has been i don't care to be around people who drink me neither i really really when i say i don't care i don't i don't it doesn't it doesn't bother bother you okay i don't like being around yeah no 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 no. (laughs) i i don't mind it until a certain point so i need some type of escape i can't be locked in Mm -hmm. while people are drinking because that's where the frustration comes but if people are drinking at a bar and i can go outside or whatever Mm -hmm. so we're on this bus and you can see the shift in people drinking and nobody was you know, belligerent or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting there and I'm smelling it and stuff paint, like well, that. Paint this for me too. Paint yeah. this for me for a second because I want to put myself where you're at. So yeah. you're on a party bus. They yeah. usually are, 
you know, like buses, and they well, see about yeah, okay, it was so smaller one. this way, but it was long that way. So how many people are there? We probably got like twenty people. On twenty there. people, yeah. and out of the twenty, you're the only. Are you the only sober one? Yeah, well, me and probably yeah, one of my younger cousins. Okay, cool. So glad. So uh, we're like, so I'm not even tripping as far as people uh, drinking and stuff like that. But then you see the shift. You know, people are getting louder. People are enjoying mm, themselves. Right. They're having a great time, celebrating the wins. Right, right, right. And so the the issue becomes. That I have to go through different emotions by myself, but my face reads all my emotions. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm, I'm I feel like the old lady that want to be like, "Yo, could you turn down the music? Turn down your voice? right. Stop talking like, to me with the liquor yelling? on your breath. Yeah, 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 like you yelling in my ear, mm-hmm. and you can't tell somebody that that's drinking. Mm-hmm. More so, I don't have an issue, and I'm not trying to knock anybody's fun, mm-hmm. but I need to go through those emotions within five minutes, and I'll be good. Wow. So so that that's what I realized about myself. I don't care. It doesn't bother me to be around them, but I can't be locked in this. So what happened? So you're on the bus. And so, so how I'm long are you guys bus. driving to where you're just kind of there and you can't get out and make a move? So we, we went to one club and then we was like, nah. And then we went to another club. And then I was like, OK, after the second club, I was like, let me um, just take me and Shay went back to the hotel. But, wow, you know, okay. again, it's just like. It's, it's that closed in space, but it was a great time. And I was, mm-hmm. I was mad at myself. I think that's really what it's about. I was mad at myself because I felt like I had this mood that is not, it's, it's valid for me, mm-hmm. but it's not valid in how I'm reacting to other people. So I didn't say anything, but I was just, you know, I was just standing there. And then, and then the thought came of like, man, I wish, I, could I do wish, this. I wish I, I could just have a <laughs> sip. And did anybody, like, okay, this is what I've been getting when I be at parties, too. Did anybody kind of, like, hit you with the, what's wrong, Shantae? Like, because you were sitting down or did? No, because I was I was standing, like, yeah, I was standing inside. I was trying to be social, but I was also staying on my phone. Mm-hmm. But certain people who was, you know, you could tell my brother knows me. Shay right. knows me, you know. So while everybody was enjoying themselves, if they said something to me, they could tell. See, and th- this is, and let me let me know if you if you ever feel like this. So, do you now now do you feel like you were stronger in that moment because Shay was with you? Like, do you feel like if you were by yourself and it's like, do you ever? And I guess the question I'm asking with that is, do you ever get that nobody's around syndrome? Yeah, I'm starting to have that more often that I like. Yeah, yeah. It's you know what it is. So Shay, Shay is not an issue, mm-hmm. but at this time it wasn't beneficial. It she wasn't. I didn't tell her because I didn't want anybody to stop having fun. Mm. And so the problem is Shay is like, talk to me. If you're ready to go, we can go. And I'm looking at everybody just like, man, if I was drinking, would I want anybody to bring down my mood? So I ate that. I ate it and I just sat there and I was just like, and so I allowed that frustration to kind of build, Mm. but I wasn't mad at anybody. I was just like, "Mm." see, I think that I have to, because I've, I've been having that, I've been having that happen. Like yesterday, like even at your show, you know what I mean? Because obviously I'm going, like, I'm just, I, unfortunately, I guess this is a good, and I guess it's a duality of mm-hmm. me, but the good and bad about me is that you're going to know exactly how I feel whenever mm-hmm. you see me. Like, mm-hmm. because I'm just open. I'm, ah. So even if, like, if, if I get around people, if I just stopped, if I just bring down my talking output by 25%, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, what's, what's wrong? And yeah. so yesterday, like I literally was just sitting and I literally like six to eight people like, oh, you good? Yeah. And I was literally just sitting there like yeah. sitting down. And so I'm, and so this is my biggest fear. So 
already have a lot of emotions tied into holidays. They're, they're mm-hmm. just not what I do. And I was really, like, I think I said that on an episode. Like, mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to this holiday. Like, we're going to get sappy outfits and dress up the dog. So, whatever. Once again, single on a holiday. But now, I'm sitting here like... Nigga, you gone, you leaving, you know what I'm saying? CT's leaving. Okay, y'all are like my mans, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are my friends. Like, Teddy be busy doing what he does. So it's like, y'all are gone, right? Kiara leaves Monday. She's gone for a week. I don't have Tony anymore. So now it's literally, nigga, you're going to be by yourself yeah. during the holidays. Yeah. How you go? Like, so then it just becomes, and, and, and mid-breakup? But it's just like, you know, I love it. There's so many precious Camara. You know, it's funny. I said this. On I know. I see you said on there. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm part of that, uh, that group that don't get invited to the shit. I don't get invited to no friends. Like, Y'all invite each other to wow, wherever And that's the thing. Like, I, you know, like, you know, I think CT, you know, might be having something to do. Like, I don't. It's like, I be cool with niggas out here. But like, I got a lot of injured industry. Yeah, partners. So it ain't yeah. like a lot of partners. It's like, man, mama's cooking. Yeah, this. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just prepared to be like, you know what I mean? Like, cause this is just this is a different space. This time last year, I was drinking every single day. Like, you know what I mean? So, I just uh, I really you, gotta get to it. It's you know? so crazy because in the past two weeks, I just been feeling like, man, I wish. I wish this was like during Christmas, so at mm. least I could do something with my friends for Thanksgiving. Right. Even though I would be at my mom's, but <laughs> right. I would have done something before I left because right. so many people are having this like story. Nah, and I think you know where it where it where it breaks down to me and just and how it relates to to sobriety. I feel like I'm at a different level of sobriety mm-hmm. because I think that when we're when we're when we're relapse prone. We're looking for the, the 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 straw to break the camel's back to make us relapse. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, there is nothing that is going to happen that's yeah. going to justify to me. Oh, I should pick up. Like there, there's literally nothing outside of them saying, "Nigga, you got 20 minutes to live." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, well, nigga, let me turn up for I get out." Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's really nothing that I you know that could happen. So I think that nugget of information like just knowing like i remember having the 939 days sober i remember the conversation i had and i remember i said okay i'm gonna hurt myself or i'm yeah. gonna drink i'm not in that position now i'm just sad like you know what i mean yeah. like so i'm just it's, like and it's coming up on that year anniversary. Up, everything is i swear the devil yeah. don't take no time is off that, is that december or uh, january it ought to be january 1st to be a year for me so it's like literally in like the, the wild the devil got to try to fight you. He always does. Always hardcore. around the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Always around relationships. Always around sobriety. But I'm the good thing about it is I, I booked that show. You know hey. what I'm saying? So I'm shooting a lot out. You know, so shout out to that. I'm booking a show out in Rialto. Right. You know, so I'm working a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my, my actual shooting schedule, I'm shooting this Saturday to Tuesday. Then we break and then I'm back on set the following Saturday. So, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be, but uh, it's it's tough. And use, I I don't know what's wrong with me. Every time I say this, I feel like something's really wrong with me, but there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that you can get out of this. So make sure, even Mm. if you can't fully write it out, just make sure you're writing down your feelings during this. I think that that's the, I think now it's going to be some really dope renaissance because you know me you know my like, you know my life off these cameras so right. i'm i'm in one of those positions where it's like yeah now it's about time mm-hmm. to kick it into another gear anyway career-wise 
you know, I've been ready. I've been ready to lose this 30, 40 pounds that I picked up once I started taking this medication. Yeah. So now I can just, you know, really focus on myself. But um, so I, that's that's really what I'm I'm praying comes out of this instead of it. Best time. We you gonna know? be like slow down, don't worry. I mean, don't, ever don't since you seen that picture, like, but look, this ever is since you seen it, was like you was cute. I was like, what? Yeah. I want to get it back there. You could have been in the run up on that bitch, no more. Yo, this should be the motivation for everything. It is. Like, Watch Tony go whoop me back. The, you know what? The, the wild thing about this, because you know, what, so what do you normally do? This is one thing I can say that I'm happy about, you know, this breakup. We didn't stay in it until it was, we hated each other. Mm-hmm. And I've done that in. 99% of my relationships. Well, for most, for the most part, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, had, I had an 84 day marriage. I mean, right. I'm not the best at this, right. but what do you normally do, you know, to make sure you don't, have you ever had a situation where you were sober and then dealt with a breakup and didn't pick up? Yeah. I, uh, do? ah, have you ever not seen, so you telling me to do something no, you've never no, done? I was, <laughs> Go do the last, impossible, nigga. <laughs> my last one I was, and then I relapsed, but that was when I started doing my play and stuff like that. So I was so consumed mm. with doing that, and I was walking and stuff like that. But I'll say that when I remember there was a dry point for me. Mm-hmm. Like I broke up, I was dating, and then all of a sudden it was just dry for like three, four months. And I was like, yo, like... <laughs> I ain't never been in this position. <laughs> and, and so I wasn't drinking at the time. I had stopped drinking. But uh-huh. what I started doing was just walking around my area, like check, really trying to act like I'm going sightseeing. But the more I walked, mm-hmm. instead of doing like uh, freaking hikes and stuff like that, you just, just walk walking like the around. Yeah, just walk the streets. And then before you know it, you're going up hills and stuff like that. But I would do that. Uh, around my block and then just walk further every day and to the point where I was like wanting to go hiking. Was you like meeting people like on these walks or you would just like no. have your headphones in and you was just no, focused? I had my headphones in and was focused and it was, it was about the, you know, I was in a point where I was like, oh, I'm chunky. You know, I just finished drinking and you know, mm. I, I stopped drinking. So I felt chunky and I felt like, well, maybe that's why I ain't getting no regime. <laughs> uh, and so those my, yeah, those are my movements. Uh, well, that's what I, I think. Yeah. I think, you know, the timing of this, it's, you know, unique. Um, I think I'm just going to take some time. I mean, Last three days, I've just been in the bed. Like, today, yeah. I didn't even, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, you was texting me, like, hey, we're going to shoot it an hour later. I was, I was like, we ain't got to shoot it. <laughs> we can just tell them we'll be back. <laughs> but nah, man, I'm, I'm definitely glad. I'm definitely glad I have you in my life because this is somebody that gets it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could talk to other people about the breakup, but I, a lot of people ain't going to know about a breakup and trying to stay nah. sober. The, you know what's crazy? The, the hardest thing for us is, we are in a relationship and some people try to understand, but you, you can't, I don't want to say you can't come at us, but in a way there's a different way to handle us. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were just in a, a relationship without certain issues. And I say that because, you know, somebody will come to you and they'll like you and your, like they'll be asking you things or getting mad at you for being a certain way, but knowing that mm-hmm. you got, Yo, issues. You be like, yo, that's that, what bipolar is. That's the <laughs> yo. That I, I've been noticing that a lot. Like a lot of situations that have kind of you know disappeared from my life were happening around times when I was in complete peril. <laughs> like th- that's just things in later in my life. I have to be like, yeah, that was just yeah. 
Like I would never Like you know what I mean Like if you At some moment Just just started acting Completely opposite of yourself Calling saying stuff I'd be And you know what I'm saying And I knew you was bipolar And you was just while and I'd be like, yeah. all right, go get you some rest. Like, we gonna get, yeah, we'll but, talk but about people won't give you that pass because they think like you, when somebody's bipolar. I mm. knew somebody who was schizophrenic, uh-huh. and this is what's crazy. You walk and you talk to him, mm. and he does crazy stuff. Mm. But when you talk to him, he'll say something crazy and then laugh, and you'll be like, you knew that was crazy. And then go into some crazy stuff. So I say mm-hmm. that to say, if, <laughs> you do that was crazy, <laughs> right, right. But but what I'm saying right. is, somebody if, when somebody thinks crazy, they think there's nothing they could do mm-hmm. to get you to calm down and stuff, right? Or right. you you won't even acknowledge anything because you're so gone. But if you see somebody smile or or kind of look like they understand what they just, then did, you might think they just messing yeah, with you, you or they're just taking it. It's not playing the crazy card, yeah. right? Yeah. No, and that's the thing. Like I struggle with that a lot because. You know, I went 40 years and didn't... Like, could you imagine having something for 40 years and not knowing? Like, you just talking, like, you, and just never knowing. So then once I was in the psych ward with people, with... Like, I would encourage everybody, for one, to value and, and take a look into their mental health. Because I feel like it's something that's widely not taken seriously in the black community. Absolutely. And it, you will just, I feel like all of us have some level of mental health issues. Like, I don't Absolutely. feel like everybody's necessarily on the really, really, but I feel like nobody's just lived a perfect life to where they ain't seen some, yeah. you know, level of trauma. But being in there, it was just, it was just the strangest experience because you go in there and you're seeing people act crazy like i'm seeing people wipe feces on their face i'm seeing people yell at walls or just start screaming and they're like oh those are the bipolar people hey you got bipolar too i'm like (laughs) you know what i'm saying like bro but what happened was you i went in there and i was scared of everybody and i was judging everybody and then when they was like hey you got it too i was like then i was scared to go outside because i was like they gonna judge me too like it was it was so long last year when i was just like I'm not going to say nothing. Like, right. I'm going to just keep this. This is, I've been transparent enough. But then, you know, God was just basically just let me know, like, you know, other people go through this. And that's why I'm always so glad that we even made this podcast because it takes a lot to get out there and just take these bullets. Man, <laughs> and you just be like, ah. <laughs> everybody think, you know, everybody say, you know, they, they understand mental health, you know, and, and mental health issues until you got a friend. And then they show you some mental health shit. And then you yeah, like, like, get your crazy ass away from me, nigga. Nah, because here, here's what's so funny. You hit me the other day, and I said something to somebody jokingly. Right. Um, but, I, you know, in my defense, mm-hmm. everybody felt this way right. that I spoke with. Um, and it was, it was funny to me, but right. I understand what what you felt based mm-hmm. off of, you know, your past and stuff. So right. I say that to say... I said something I thought was funny. Mm. Uh, We're all joking about it. And I said it to Doughboy. And then Doughboy calls me like three days later. 
And he's like, hey, man, got to talk to you. Uh, and I know, like, sometimes Doughboy will go from, like, calling me a lot to, like, not calling me so much and all this stuff. So he hits me, and I'm like, all right. And so I, I'm talking to him. He's like, hey, man, I just want to I just want to talk to you about something. That's, <laughs> First that's of all, your impersonation to me is this terrible. Is this is how you sound. Especially when you're trying to, like, smooth something. Right. In. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy to see because this is, like, to me, this is the first time you stepping up for a boundary. Uh, and it goes deeper than that because this goes into people see you as the old version of you. And they, they yes. still treat you accordingly. Mm-hmm. And it's until you have, like, you almost have to prove yourself again because you know, you're not that person anymore. So everything they like, oh no, that's something Doughboy do. You be like, uh, I'm right. just going to the bathroom. Exactly. But <laughs> Doughboy hit me, he's like, yo, you know, I need to talk to you. You said something the other day, so I'm trying to figure out what I said. And, you know, he's taking about five minutes to get to the point. <laughs> and that was my frustration. Like, it just say it, you know what I mean? But he goes, you know, you said this and I know it was a joke, but it didn't work, you know, it didn't make me feel good and, you know, pass, blah, blah, blah. And I'm trying to have a different, um, presentation about myself and and part of me in my head immediately went to well I ain't gonna joke with you no more <laughs> and this, minute, this is a party podcast with a bitch straight like this I'm sober so, uh, I didn't drink this yeah, week yeah I'm sober see you next week right Jonte right. Waynes now you talk right. it's your podcast so, I don't want to offend anybody right, I don't want to get in Doughboy's right. bad graces. But I hung up and I, I, you know, I let it sit with me. And, and the funny thing, I was going to go upstairs and be like, babe, guess what? Just Doughboy. Yeah, it's not horny But I had to look at it and go, that was huge. The, the other thing why I was irritated was because Doughboy, and I do it too, which is hilarious. So I was happy to shut him down, I guess, with this. Because right after he said it, and I'm sitting in my feelings, he goes, so how was your day? <laughs> no, like, because yeah. this is exactly what you did. I literally said it. Like, and mind you, I'm so non-confrontational. I hate confrontation. I, and I hate even, like I've never set a boundary. Like this is literally so I'm literally apologizing to you for whatever I felt you did. I'm like, yo, man, I know you weren't chipping in. I'm sorry that it even happened like that. And so I say all this, and then literally Shantae's response is, all right, I won't do it again. I'm like, like, but that, but that's but, what it but is. But that's what normal people do. Yeah, it's, I just it's, had never done it. I thought it was going to be like a whole thing, and so I was like, nah. "Oh, okay." Um, I can't. If you would, you there's certain things you're going to say that be like, "Bro," because right. because sometimes you, I, I, I listen to people talk and go, "Oh, I can't have them around this place or right. this place," and mm-hmm. I, I position people in that way because I know how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in my feelings because I, I was like, it was a joke, and I was like. You know, it was, was kind of like a, a boy circle thing that right. we said it amongst. So it was like, I was like, how is it going to get out there? Like, this is between. So anyway, mm. whatever it was, it didn't make you feel good. And that is OK. So no matter if I was like, I don't want to do the podcast or I want to mess with you ever again. You have every right to feel that, especially as you're trying to rebirth yourself. And I keep telling you, you got to set boundaries. How am I going to get mad? Mm. Right. And I, and I definitely appreciate, you know, you being, you know, like for one, just that was big for me in my life. Cause now I can feel like, you know, I can healthily set back cause you do treat people how to treat you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you teach people how to, how treat, to treat you. You. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of times I don't say anything cause I just be like, uh, but now it's like, there's a healthy way. Like I don't, I don't feel like I said anything. To, I just said it to you like, Hey, no. you said this and this is this. So it's like, I, it didn't have to be aggressive. It just, you know, I'm glad that we were able to talk about that. I think I'm starting to be 
at 42, finally a little bit emotionally mature. Yeah. Just to kind of know about my feelings. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're yeah. getting there. And I, I've, I'll tell you, you know, something that I, I, I did something earlier this week and I had to wait to see how my feelings were before I, I reacted. And one of the things was I went, uh, this, this is how crazy it could be. Sometimes mm-hmm. I went and I shot with CT mm-hmm. and we did this like karaoke thing mm-hmm. and it's his team. Right. And but when I get in competitive situations, you trying to win? Yeah, I'm, forget <laughs> anybody. Right? I, I'm the leader, the backer, right. you know, all that stuff, right? So in my head, I go completely like uh, leader. I, I go into complete like competitive mode, and mm. so I'm answering questions that it's supposed to be directed to him. <laughs> I want to take over the whole dancing scene. And then when somebody acknowledged, because they was like, uh, I'm asking C. Right, right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my bad. And I, I had to step back. But in my head, th- now this was funny because I think we said it uh, yesterday in front of each other. But mm-hmm. yesterday I was like, um, I, 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 I wanted to hit CT up and go, are you upset? Did I do, you know, mm-hmm. do anything? But I just was like, let me let it go. And then we talked later and I never said anything about it. Uh-huh. But then I found out he went home. He was tired. He went to sleep. He ate, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But in my head, I'm like, why isn't he hit me back right away? Oh, why so I get like that a lot. <laughs> and then I was like, no, Shantae, don't say nothing. Let this wave ride out uh-huh. and see if he come to the show tomorrow. Then he did. And it was it was just. a. And then we were all chilling. Yes, it was cool. We all ended up over a at build the, up for nothing. Right. I think we'd be in our heads too much, too much about stuff. So, yeah, I'm definitely learning about that. That's so, yes. So funny. And I, I, you know what? Side note, moving forward, I like this free flow like you know what I'm saying so I think that you know we'll still do documents but I like you know if it's ever just a real moments going on we can talk about there is something else I want to talk about in the headlines um you know not really uh sobriety um related but something that that kind of I I feel really really strongly about it um so another rapper has lost his life uh R.I.P. the young Dolph um out of Memphis um 36 years old you know husband father and at this point because like i don't know what it is now but i think i'm finally at the point where i can no longer support gangster rap music because i'm like we're literally watching black men rap about killing each other and then they're doing it yeah i can't i can't in good faith Watch this now. Is you know it hasn't been revealed if this was about you know if this is connected to a rap beef, but yeah. it's already being speculated that it is. He there has been attempts made on his life before, and it was speculated that it you know was coming from some other rappers. He had made a song about because somebody tried to shoot him and shot his his band up, hit his band a hundred times, but it was bulletproof. Wow. So I just I wow. and it just breaks my heart because man like. These are young black kings, and it's just like there's no other genre of entertainment where it's violent like this. There's some like 70 rappers that have died in the past year and a half. Like, we lost Nipsey Hussle, we lost King Von, we lost, it's just, I I can't, we lost Mo3. It's too much. It's genuinely too much. Yeah, and I feel like. Here's the crazy thing. I don't really listen to any type of hardcore rap unless mm-hmm. it's like East Coast. Like, nah. you know, shout out to certain. There's just certain people that I rock with, and I don't know if it's just the swag or whatever. You're from New York, though, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. It, it affects me differently. But most of the new music and the mumble raps and stuff like that, 
I can't rock with anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't hear that much gangster rap anymore. You okay. know what I'm saying? Unless if I go to a party, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's something that has a dope beat. But I'm not really listening to anything gangster like that. But here's the crazy thing. Unfortunately... It's it's just a wave of trying to know no finding out how we can do better mm-hmm. without you know doing the same stuff and unfortunately you know most of these artists come from that place so it's like telling the comedian you know it's like me telling you not to do your set but that's all you know and yes it's not cool but if that's how they get in right you know they feeding their family they doing this stuff from a world that they know. So all I can say is, you know, when you do your music, mm-hmm. you know, when you have a voice, you have to present something else to show people that it's okay. So for the, for whatever generation we're in now, they are kind of set in their ways and they'll change when they want to change. Mm-hmm. But for the new generation coming up, we just have to learn how to start setting better examples. No, absolutely. And, you know, even to speak to your point, you know, because you're talking about like, you know, you don't listen to, you know, that stuff now. It It's it's morphed into something much more dark. Yeah. So, like, back in the day, there was gangster rap. Just all like, it was shoot em up, bang, bang. Yeah. But it was mostly bravado. We kind of knew nobody was doing it. Like, you know, yeah. you had your studio gangsters. But now, I want to say since maybe 2010, 2011, it's like rappers died and it's like we smoking on such and such pack like right. and it's, it's like disrespecting dead people like right. things that never used to happen like there was just certain things you didn't do like right. at least from the era I grew up on like you kind of kept the women and the children out yeah. of it you didn't disrespect dead people but now it's like all of that is out the window and it's just that's the scary thing you know you had you had morals you had certain things like even the street guys had morals yeah yeah it's like yeah. yo you don't do this you don't do that but mm. now it's just it's, and it almost felt like a uh what do they call it um when you're saying something over and over again um uh not a rant uh oh, repetitive nah uh, it's something that they say speaking into existence that but no that's not the word uh shoot i know y'all gonna say this in the comments but what i'm no we gotta say, find it now come on let's i get, know get it's like when you're saying a chant a chant? It feels like a chant because okay, yeah. we used to have a story like y'all walk down the street, saw a dude like robbing, you know, like that. <laughs> Where now they just like gun, gun, oh, yeah. gang, gang, bang, dang. You know, they saying just murder, murder, murder. And mm. that is the stuff that's like. Absolutely. And I think that we as mainstream <laughs> audiences. I think we're to blame because Soulja Boy. <laughs> I'm laughing because I would never be able to promote my album. Kill, that, kill, kill. Yeah. Shoot, shoot. Wait, so I know though. I was somewhere yesterday and I was trying to like be funny and freestyle off the rip. And then I turned around. I was like, where is Doe Boy? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Hold on. Um, Damn it, I forgot my point. What was I just saying? Ah, you said, I talked about how uh, the, the chant, and it's just like murder, murder. Right. Hold on one second. Yes, yes, yes. And then that, I forgot my damn, damn point. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good, you're yeah. good. But the, the, the overarching thing, oh, no, no, it's okay, that's the thing. We, as an audience, are the problem as well. Soulja Boy was just on The Breakfast Club yeah. last week. And he, him and Dolph, it was, they got into it over something really minuscule. Like, right. Dolph had said, hey, I get $100,000, you know, a show independent. And then Soulja Boy was like, that's cat. And then somehow that turned into an argument. So Soulja Boy goes to, to um, 
Breakfast Club. And he's on the Breakfast Club and he's just like, ain't you the dude that's always getting shot? Da, 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 da. Shut up, man. You don't want no beef. Da, 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 da. This is literally five days ago. And then five days later, the man ends up, you know, deceased. Wait, now, who said that? Soldier Boy. To him on Breakfast No, he Club? said it about him when he was oh, on. Okay, so, yeah. okay, okay. And I'm not trying to say that Soldier Boy had anything to do with yeah, that. Of course, yeah. like, you know, but what I'm saying is, Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Like it's just energy, yeah. but like we like, it, and it's just like as a black man, it's just so sad because it's just like everybody just be killing us. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like we kill each other. Police kill us. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, like it's just like, bro. Like there needs to be more. Like I, and I get it. Everybody's tough. Everybody's a gangster. Why don't y'all just fight sometimes? Like. Is that just an outlaw thing? Like, yeah, it's the it's the them trying to make it tougher. And you know, it's so funny. Sometimes people say negative. You know, we all know we all get negative comments and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And every time it's somebody from my community, I try extra hard to wait out before I respond mm -hmm. or even go at it. Or if we're in the middle of going back and forth, I have to pull back and go, yo, but you my sister, or you, mm. my, you my bro. Like, you don't have to respect what I do or anything like that, but bro, I'm not going to do this exactly. on a public platform. Listen, listen, and I... <laughs> now you white. No, Come on, listen, now listen. <laughs> and I, I, I be like feeling that too, because like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I feel the same way. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's, you know, I just be wanting to see some level a black unity yeah. out here. Like, it's just, like, and it's just, this one hurt, like, bad, bad. Because, you know what I'm saying, I'm a fan of his music. And then it's just like, you know, you, you, you see these guys... You know, it's almost like, you know, that's, you know, when they call it like trap music and stuff, like sometimes as a black man, you can feel like you're stuck in a trap. Sometimes for whatever reason, as black men, that's the only thing that we think we could do is some level of entertainment or sports. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, you know, of course, that's not true. We can do many things. But a lot of times if you're if you're coming up in certain environments, you just think these are my options. I could be a gangbanger. I can play sports or I can do something in entertainment. Nobody ever just thinks. I could be a trash man or yeah. I could drive trucks, yeah. you know, like, and, and that's another thing that's going on in, in like in, in, in social media. It's like, they almost clown you for having a nine to five. Like, yeah. I'm like, like, take that fight into the military. <laughs> Let's see how it. tough you are. Go do it for, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, or just, <laughs> I would just, or, or just, I would just love to see all the gangs come together and fight against a common foe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, People like Zimmerman are out here killing young black. Like I would at least right. like to see it. Stop doing it to us. This we look like you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it's like, bro, if I was a gang leader. Mm -hmm. My the way you get jumped in is to go sign up for one world tour. Come on, you would have to go. <laughs> to the Improve yourself. Improve yourself. Absolutely. You can't just be coming in here. I'm telling you. That would that would that would tip the scales. Like, oh, okay, you got this? All right, all right. All right. We're gonna sign you up for the army or the or the marines. <laughs> Since you wanna be a, a right, killer. Right. Who the first to go out? The right. Marines. Yeah. So yeah, man. So um but rest in peace to to yeah. um to young to young Dolph. And brothers, man, let's just I I'm no longer gonna support like I can't because I honestly believe the things that you say, like we manifest things. Like I don't want to hear a bunch of songs about murder. Yeah. I don't want to hear about a guy you actually may have or have not killed. That's not cool to me. Yeah. Like why do we? Like I feel like hip hop has changed. Like you even said, like back when you was listening to, to hip hop back in the day, it was tough guys. It was yeah. drug dealers. Yeah. Now it's just a bunch of cowards with pistols and they're drug users. Like yeah. we used to. Like the rap used to like clown. 
the drug users. Now yeah. all these dudes just slip, sip, and lean. I'm like, that's liquid heroin. You do know that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might as well, like that was good. Liquid heroin. <laughs> it's literally, is what it is. Don't do it. Don't do it. But when I try it, <laughs> I you about to see me in these streets. Like, I was gonna be called the lean way. Could you imagine the lean way? <laughs> you be doing the show the lean. <laughs> Yo, you know, and that's tough too. Like I, like people who be on the lean. Like when I was addicted to alcohol, well, I'm still addicted to alcohol. I just don't do it, but never liked the taste. Yeah. Like I, I had, I had lean one time, and the girl I mixed it with some with some pineapple soda. Lean is delicious. Oh, you had the grape lean. Oh, so listen. It it, so it's like you flavors. just drinking some juice. Yeah, it just comes. Fl- it tastes like like cough syrup, but without like. You could you could take it, and then but it's just, it's I, it just, was amazing. For it's me. just the most ridiculous high though because then it makes you sleepy and then you're just staying up. You're fighting your sleep and then somewhere that's yeah, where the high is. But you the, the, just go the, to a sleepover. No, but what people <laughs> not the, the only way you can get the similar effect is like is it's the Nyquil feeling back in the day. Nyquil. Oh, that take those old two stuff. sips and be like, I'm so sick, and then right before you go to sleep, you like. <laughs> you all delirious like when you like when that you do something stage. you like this you like whoa <laughs> it's a goofy stage that's the high you get on before you pass out and that's all these dudes are doing they be walking around with a bunch of cups yeah. drinking heroin I don't know how they it's not tough. energy cause what be, you gonna do if I, and then, <laughs> I'm like, telling you that's why their guts be all bloated it's yeah. yo we should do an episode one day and have somebody maybe that has beat lean addiction yeah because that stuff is, is listen, listen, and it's like my biggest fear as a parent because, you know, you might have a shot to keep a kid off some liquor, yeah, off of smoking. They don't want to smell like smoke. If you yeah. get, you could literally give a kid some lean and not even tell him it's lean. Like, yeah. Oh, that's good. Like yeah. that is scary. That's super to scary. me. So maybe we should have a, a a lean on me episode. I would like that. That'd be cool, man. So hop in the comments if y'all know anybody who has Do uh, it. beat Alina Dixon. What else is going on in your mind, man? I know we got a few more minutes to uh, wrap this up. You're headed out of town. Talk to me about that. I'm going on a military tour. Uh, oh, no. Now, tell me the uh, <laughs> what what what's going to happen on this tour. Because there's certain things that ain't, that ain't cool, right? Well, I can't. Yeah, I can't say can't it. Can't go on all that. Gotcha, gotcha. No, 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 gotcha, I, gotcha, that's, gotcha. that's becoming a part of my set right now. I got now. you, gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? I said it on live, but I'm just say uh, this. Uh, I'll say this and stop. They uh, want me... To not be gay, <laughs> and this is gonna be hilarious. When I tell you, I was in the, when so, you said that shit, I out spit out my drink. So I was like, nigga, this because I already know what you're gonna build oh, that into. Man, oh, that's gonna be a, it was I killing yesterday. But listen, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Listen, no, that's all I'm gonna say. Right. Come check out. A Come show out. You gotta see some earnings. What this. happens? Because mm. this is going to be. Brilliant. So where are you actually going? Can you say where you're going? Yeah, I'm supposed to go to Africa. I don't Whoa, know. Whoa, you didn't tell me this. Yeah, I'm going to Africa, South Asia. You want me to house it? Huh? You want me to house it? Well, we got them to do the uh, dogs, but if you want to... Yeah. Well, I just didn't know. I didn't know you... I mean, you know I'm always here to house it. I, absolutely. Yeah, I'm always around. Uh, wait, so you're going to Africa. How long is that flight? I don't know. Who cares? We're being... We're going to be flown on jets. <laughs> so you're going to... <laughs> so you're going to Africa. Yeah, going to Africa, South Asia, and Spain. 
you don't tell me anything. We're not friends for real. I'm sick of you in this one-sided friendship. this is how what happens when men don't listen. When you say that, I told you all this, and we already planned, and then you ready and dressed up to go out to dinner, and he like, where you going? We are going to celebrate our anniversary. Did you not hear anything I just said? Wait, this is for your anniversary? No. This is just, I was I got you. This is why you don't mess with men, because we're stupid. (laughs) I'm an idiot. Yeah, but it's cool. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm going to those places. This is my first time out of the country. And you're leaving, so you're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. and so you're going. Your first stop is Africa. I don't know. Okay, so it's Africa, Africa, South Asia, and Spain. What's which one are you most excited to visit? All of them, I, actually. Uh, uh, probably. Well, most means I'm, more than no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you like all of them, but if you could only go to one, which one would you pick? None of them. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Djibouti in Spain. I bet you would want to go to Djibouti. I know. <laughs> Freak. Not even smell like that. Djibouti would definitely be on first, just to see if it smells like right. a booty in Djibouti. So, is there, so there's nothing. So, there's, so Africa, Spain, Europe. Yeah, South Asia. Yeah. Well, South Asia is not Europe at all. So Asia. Okay, I just let you. Africa. You just keep. Putting words. I just told you fifteen times. And you're gonna be performing on the military I'm basis. Put it in the comment section so you can. This is what you have to be careful <laughs> on too, though. This is what you because you're gonna be on military basis too, right? I think so. Yeah. Military folk be drinking, so be careful. Oh, I know, but that's on these shows. You could drink with the military because this they, you know, they out here fighting. No, I get it. I'm just saying, like oh, after no. your show, just in case you're hanging out with people that they be. <sighs> Oh man, I know. <laughs> I know like, some, every person I know in with? every person that I know that's in the military gave me a run for my money drinking. Mm. Like they all, especially Navy people. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I didn't go into the service because hiccup. <laughs> Everybody been getting in trouble on. For sure. Now I'll just be chilling, man. So you'll be out traveling the world. So let's just um prep the audience for this. So you guys might, you may or may not get a Thanksgiving episode, but if yeah. you do get it, because she is going to be on out of the country, so the Wi-Fi might be tripping. So yeah. you might not get a episode on Thanksgiving, but we will be back. And don't be mad at us. Yeah. Y'all be taking off, uh, you know, yeah. time too. You know, doing your thing. We gotta be with our families. I gotta go. Com- I gotta go cry. And uh- <laughs> you could do the episode with whoever's watching. You could do a live Thanksgiving by ourselves. No, that's probably gonna be sad. I'm gonna be getting uh, you. You don't want. I'll be a snotty mess. <laughs> Time to come back. So, like, yeah. woo, we're so glad you're back, Shante. <laughs> so now let's just go ahead and make the the uh, the, the announcement. Now we'll just take. We're gonna take Thanksgiving off. Thanksgiving. Um, let you guys be with your families. We will be with ours, and we will be back first Thursday. Yes. In December. So um, yes, I I have been dope. Is there anything else and, you want to get and, off your chest? And uh, no, uh, black. I'll, I'll throw out, uh, check me out uh, December 17th to the 19th. I'll be in Tacoma, Washington at Nate Jackson's Super Funny Comedy Club. For sure. And I got um, a new show that I'm building. It's going to be at a spot called Celebrities Bar and Grill. Hey. Everybody out in the IE. It's out in Rialto. It's going to be a Taco Tuesday. Hey. It's going to be every Tuesday starting on December 7th. I'll have more information coming soon. But if you guys like to see me live, I'm pretty sure Shantae will be there, you know, here, you know, here or there Tuesdays whenever she wants. Because whatever she wants, she gets. And, um, that's what it is, but I have been double. I have been Shantae Wayans. Peace. Peace. Bye. Peace.